Time to check show. Welcome everyone to the Gravity Beard Podcast, your home for discussions and interviews with a variety of guests covering a wide range of topics. Today is another installment of This Week Today, where we look back on this day in history, sports, entertainment, and more. Let's get started. This is the Gravity Beard Podcast. Hey everyone, I'm Toph. I'm joined by my regular co-host, Lord Saunders. How are you, sir? I'm doing pretty well, man. How are you, buddy? I'm great. Adam, I trust you have your golden shovel at the ready? It's in my hand and ready for scooping. Same. Okay, so as you well know, one of the staples of this week today is the news. (laughs) Absolutely. I don't know if you know this, but we've developed a backlog of stories. And unfortunately for Keith, we recently had to shift to what we now call news quick hits. (laughs) And that's where we cover multiple news stories in the same episode. Correct. He's been complaining about it for months. Yeah, he won't stop. Well, we have a problem because even with that, we always run out of time and don't get to all the stories. We just have so much good content in our group. That's right. And speaking of that, so that's before the intern started submitting stories. Right. So now the backlog is so massive, we had no other choice but to do a special edition of This Week Today. This is going to be great, buddy. One with just new stories. This is going to be awesome. I feel really good about it. I do too. I'm excited. So the listener the listener should be used to this now. But once again, with golden shovels in hand, we are breaking new ground today. <laughs> Absolutely. There's no calendar, no history, no birthdays, or any other regular segments from this week today. Just news. Yep. Stay tuned, folks. This is going to be... You got you to kind of buckle up. Hold on for the ride. That is correct, because this is what we're going to do. We're going to go through as many stories as we possibly can in our allotted time. Just consider it kind of the ultimate round of News Quick Hits. How many do you think we can get through? Oh, man. That's a great question. I have no idea. I'm going to go with 100. Possibly 100. I think that's an excellent <laughs> guess. Well, you know, you say 100... But the listener should know that before we did this episode, we had a selection of over 130 stories. That's staggering to me. Isn't that ridiculous? And, and, by, and by the way, there's new stories coming in every day from multiple sources. So it's not like that list gets any shorter. If anything, it exponentially gets larger all the time. And you know, the ones submitted from our group are not like you know, boring ones. They're like, oh, wow, that's actually kind of interesting. Or, wow, I had never thought about that. No, the ones that are submitted in the group are usually the best stories. Absolutely. And we'll have a lot of those today. At the end, we'll tally them up and we'll see how we did on clearing out at least a bit of our news backlog. Yeah. Well, I mean, should we like cue that jingle? Well, absolutely. But even beyond that, I'm pretty sure we're going to set some sort of record, so we should probably also uh, contact Guinness. Yeah, you know what? And not just Carrie McGinnis, but the Guinness Book of World Records. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Okay, so Adam, are you ready to get this started? Cue that newsy jingle.
All right, let's kick things off with a story from Tiff. Adam, Valentine's was last week. Did you notice anything missing this year? Well, me, I was out of town, so me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, did you notice anything else missing? Oh, no, not a thing. Well, for the first time since their introduction a long, long time ago, those little candy hearts with the sayings on them were not available. You know, that was really heartbreaking. Really heartbreaking to me. Pun intended? 100% pun intended. <laughs> well, those are called sweethearts. And yeah. the New England confectionery company, known as Neko, which made sweethearts for more than 100 years, Adam. Good Lord. Went bankrupt last year. Oh, that's terrible, man. Now, the good news is, for sweetheart lovers, is that the little candy will be making a comeback next year. Because Spangler Candy Company took over Neko in September, but didn't have time to prepare sweethearts for this Valentine's season. Mm. Now, now in the past, how many of those little candies do you think they produced every year? 10 million. How about 8 billion? 8 billion? 8 billion. Dang. Yeah. I'm going to let you guess one more thing. How much do you think Sweethearts generated in sales every year, knowing that they sold... Now, that's 8 billion individual little candies. They sold them in bags. Yeah. But but how much gross sales did they have off of Sweethearts every single year? 20 million. That would be 1.8 B billion. So, I was going to say billion because that just seems like a lot, but I'm like, no, that's ridiculous, Adam. It can't be that much. Yes. So, they they sold almost $2 billion worth of Sweethearts every single year. Jesus. Yeah. And they still went bankrupt? Yeah, I was wondering about that too. That's really strange. Something's wrong there. Next. Time for our next story. Yep. We've done a much better job lately of getting to stories we've teased in previous episodes. Of course. Including this one. Did you know that we've done 64 episodes of This Week Today? I had not known that. I lost count. Yes. Well, we teased our next story over a year and a half ago on episode five. Wow. Yes. So it comes from Ellen Scott, the lifestyle editor on Metro. This is a warning to the ladies in our audience. I'll just read the headline. Please don't put wasp nests in your vagina. (laughs) That's a a cautionary tale if I've ever heard one. (laughs) So let me explain. Apparently, there's a seller on Etsy called Heritage Health Shop who is selling something called Oak Galls or Oak Apples. Have you heard of those? (laughs) No. Okay. I didn't think so. So, for those that don't know, these are balls of bark and the excretion of wasps. So, they host wasp larvae and grow when a gall wasp punctures an oak tree and deposits their larvae into the hole. Huh. And Heritage Health Shops recommended applying Oak Galls Topically, by which she means putting them inside your or orally. Now, I'm not going to describe the alleged benefits. Needless to say, they're bogus. In fact, there's no benefits. It can only cause harm in a number of ways. (laughs) Now, Heritage Health Shops removed the listing, but not before Dr. Jen Gunter spotted it. She's a gynecologist, and I love this known for calling out nonsense vaginal products. 
Right. Nonsense vaginal products. I feel like it. I, I mean, is that like a big market, a big industry? Um, I don't know. I have no idea. But apparently, Dr. Jen Gunter is known for it. Because I feel like you don't typically put items in your hoo-ha from a tree. <laughs> I mean, apparently they were selling on Etsy, but oh. I'm just going to say this. I'm glad that someone is carrying that torch. <laughs> Same. And, for, the, and, for the benefit of our future. Yes. And the right of the article uh, concludes with this comment, which I agree with. Let your vagina do its thing. And if you have any issues, go to your doctor, not to Etsy. Yeah, <laughs> I you know that's that that sage sagely advice. <laughs> yeah, that is that is oddly wise wise uh, counsel from from a metro lifestyle editor. Yeah, feels unnecessary, but uh, also necessary. <laughs> right. Next. All right. Next story. This one comes from our friend Carrie McGinnis of Blazing Caribou Studios and uh-huh. Feast on History. So the Super Bowl was a couple of weeks ago, and Tom Brady made his. Ninth appearance. That's crazy. He also claimed his sixth victory in that game. So, Adam, as a Dolphins fan, Mm -hmm. do you think Tom Brady is a cheater? In short, no. Oh, really? You don't? No, I don't. Okay. Well, Ace Davis, a fifth grader from Lexington, Kentucky, disagrees with you. (laughs) As he should. And he used this question to prepare for his upcoming school science fair. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yes. He did research, collected the data, and displayed it all in one of those familiar trifold poster board uh, deals that you see at every that are, science fair. That are outrageously expensive. <laughs> yes. And, and literally at the top of it, there's a picture in the article that says, Is Tom Brady a Cheater? Like, that's the title of his project. I have wanted to read this article so bad. I feel like it's <laughs> awesome. Okay. So, would you like to guess how he did in the competition? He had to have won. You can't bring that to the table and not win. He won the entire thing. <laughs> you go, kid. That's awesome. First of all, early sports fans are always a, a, a thrill to me. And are you going to go ahead and put that together? Hell yeah. That must have been judged <laughs> by Dolphins judges. So, his research and study on whether or not Tom Brady is a cheater won the science fair. It's the hard-hitting issues, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> next. Okay, next story. Casey Jones brings us this one. It comes from the team at Popular Science. Adam, mm-hmm. everyone in the GBI, if not the world, has been wondering how Uranus ended up on its side. I, I was wondering. Well, I mean, it's Uranus. Right. But either yeah. way... Uranus is arguably the most mysterious part of the entire solar system. We know, (laughs) and actually, Adam, except for you, we know very little about Uranus. That's true. Now, I'm sure you're aware there's only been one official visit to Uranus. Uh huh. Do you know what that was? It was the Hubble. No, that would be no an actual visit to Uranus. You, I would have thought you would have remembered this. That was the Voyager 2 mission back in 1986. Oh, yeah. yeah, I do remember that now. I had the wrong name. Mm -hmm. Uranus was very young back then and was just as full of shit as it is now, if not more. Uh, Most definitely. But the question still remains, why is Uranus on its side, Adam? I was tired. (laughs) (laughs) You said that so matter-of-factly. Like, duh. Like, duh. (laughs) 
<laughs> he needs a little nap. Yeah. <laughs> Your anus is sleepy. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, here's another theory you might consider. Okay. <laughs> Most researchers believed Uranus was involved in a violent collision. <laughs> I can assure you it was not that. Huh? That's not what they say. <laughs> well, science ain't science face. In fact, Adam, there wasn't just one collision. Uranus has repeatedly endured many violent collisions. <laughs> and so, um, this so Adam, that's... brought to you by our most mature news stories. <laughs> so, Adam, that explains how, how Uranus ended up on its side. <laughs> well, I'm really glad the mystery was solved. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, again, I think you knew, but the rest of us didn't. Well, right. It is kind of like proprietary knowledge. That's correct. But now all the rest of us know that Uranus has endured many violent collisions. Or was tired. Or the collisions. Next! (laughs) Okay, our next story (laughs) is from uh, Christopher DeVos from Podcast 42. So, Adam, a young man by the name of Tyshawn Granger was fired from his job at McDonald's recently. Oh. And I think you and I should decide together if this termination was justified. Okay. Tyshawn is an inspiring rapper. Glad to hear it. Yeah. And instead of the toy, he was putting a copy of his latest EP into the children's Happy Meals. Mixtapes, man. Yes. Now, here's my maybe part of the problem. On the CD was handwritten in Sharpie the name of the project, which was Tales of a Real and then a word no one should say. Yeah, darn it. No one should ever say that word. No, I agree. Customer Sarah Platt had this to say. I bought my son a Happy Meal, and inside came a a mysterious CD. I, like any other parent, would assume the CD was for children. I played the CD in my car for my son while we drove home, and Lord Jesus have mercy on Tyshawn, the mixtape was dreadful. Say, what if it was like fire, you know? Like, man, this is awesome. <laughs> Not only was it completely inappropriate, this is my, my favorite part of a quote, but it was also the weakest set of bars I've ever heard. <laughs> I wonder why she didn't read the label before she put it in. Okay, so that was my point, is that if you had read it, you would have known it wasn't for children regardless of where you found it. Yeah, period. So, in my opinion, at least regarding Herp specifically, lady, you're to blame for that. Yeah, it's on you, boo. Right. It's believed that Tyshawn has been sneaking CDs into Happy Meals for about two weeks. Wow. Which, how many Happy Meals do you think that is over a two-week period? Jeez, you do a hundred a day? Not quite that many, but that would be about 300 Happy Meals. Wow. So, he's distributed... 300 of his CDs with that title into Children's Happy Meals over two weeks. Yeah, free advertising. Now, he defended his actions by saying his CD was so hot it would keep the Happy Meal warm for hours. <laughs> Perfect. Odd- <laughs> now, oddly, uh, no parents had complained. Tyshawn speculated perhaps that's because those parents and children actually enjoyed his trap beats. 
<laughs> no one does. <laughs> I don't know. No I kind of want to hear it. Well, yeah. Listen, Tyshawn, if you're listening to our show, please send me a copy of your of your EP. Hey, Tyshawn, have you heard of Gravity Beard? <laughs> have you heard of Gravity Beard? Next. All right. If you're impressed with the go-getter in our last story, you'll appreciate the next one from Keith just as much. Okay. As you know, I'm the survivor of two home rental projects in as many years, Adam. Uh, barely. Uh, you know, barely escaped. Yes. Barely. Well, the subject of our next story employed a method I would not have thought of. Okay. YouTuber Lil Giant's construction company has has been spending years excavating his basement with RC construction toys. Huh. That sounds actually incredibly soothing. (laughs) Apparently, he has a series of YouTube videos to prove it can be done. And the channel is actually part of a large online community of RC truck and construction hobbyists who seek to utilize the toys for real building projects. Huh. But that's going to take forever. (laughs) I think it's interesting that there's an entire online community of RC truck and construction hobbyists. So I can actually speak to this a little bit. (laughs) Are you serious? Yeah. So, well, I, I got into like RC planes and stuff a little while ago. And in my search for like other people doing it, like I found the construction RC community. You did not. I did. So have you heard of Little Giants Construction Company? No, no. Because I, I, I mean, I, again, I was into the planes. So, right. I, you know, I, I didn't stay long, but I was, it's morbidly fascinating to watch like these like 25 adult grown men, you know, like scoop loads of dirt and to put it into the other person's dump truck. Well, okay. So... Like the the off-road, like dune buggy cars, the high-speed ones, those make sense to me. Right. The the uh, Like the racetrack ones, the race cars, mm-hmm. yeah. those make perfect sense to me. The airplanes and the and the drones, like, like, you, like you were talking about, yeah. that yeah. makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. If you're buying miniature versions of construction toys and you're sitting down in your unfinished basement for years... <laughs> Presumably by yourself. <laughs> right. Yeah. That is ridiculous. I, I agree with that. A hundred percent. Like all of those other versions of RC toys, even for grown adults, I'm totally on board with. This one seems particularly strange. Yeah, I don't disagree. <laughs> all right. Adam, this seems like a good time for a break. Okay. We'll play a message from one of our new promotional partners. And when we return, we'll run through a few more stories. Let's do it. Right after this. This week's episode is brought to you by Sloths, the ultimate premier clothing line for all your sloth fashion needs. Has your sloth been looking a little frumpy lately? Is it in dire need of a makeover? Well then, try our Sloths on for size. We'll have your slow-footed friend looking fresh as hell in our exclusive brands such as Sloth Keys, Slothy Hill Figures, Sloth Mug, for Slothy, and Adidas. All day I dream about sloths. Check it. With tailored-made suits, dresses, jeans, and athleisure wear, your sloth will be the slow walk of the town. We'll even provide additional pockets for extra leave and drink storage. 
for when your sloth is craving a midday snack. And best of all, our running shoes are buy one, get one 50% off. BOGO right now. What a deal. Check out our online store at slothsforsloths.com and order today. Slows, because every sloth deserves to look dope. All right, welcome back to the show. For more information about Sloths, feel free to check out Weird With You. It's another terrific podcast from the Podfix Network. It can be found anywhere you listen to podcasts. Podfix like a mother... Okay, Adam, let's get back to it. Okay. Adam, as you know, emotional support animals have become quite common in recent years. Indeed. We even had a story last year about a woman who tried to get a peacock on an airplane. Right, her emotional support peacock. Of course. Well... Joe Henney, a 65-year-old Pennsylvania man, also made a curious choice. Hmm. His name is Wally, and Wally is a five-foot alligator. <laughs> perfect, perfect support animal. The York Haven man said he received approval from his doctor to use Wally as his emotional support animal after not wanting to go on medication for depression. Now, depression is very serious. I've dealt with depression myself. For sure. But I can't imagine going to your doctor who's been treating you for that and saying, hey, I've got this five-foot alligator, and the doctor going, yeah, 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 that sounds good. Yeah, good idea. But apparently his doctor endorses it. Oh, my God. And he says, my doctor knew about Wally and figured it works, so why not? <laughs> I guess I would I say mm, because he could rip your head off. Right, because the the kill factor is high. Yeah, it's off the charts. Like, eventually <laughs> that alligator is going to eat you. Yeah, there's not. this is not going to end well. No. Well, Wally, who turns four this year, he says, is a big teddy bear. I don't know about that. False, he's a big alligator. The cold-blooded reptile likes to rest his snout on hennies. Wally likes to snuggle and give hugs. Weird. <laughs> it says that the five foot alligator is expected to grow to 16 feet yeah how's that gonna be like comforting well henny says wally has never bitten anyone and is even afraid of cats yeah if you say has never bitten anyone it's never bitten anyone yet obviously also i have a hard time believing that a five foot alligator is afraid of cats well elephants are afraid of mice yeah, in the cartoons. No, they did. Mythbusters did that. Is that true? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. But do you think an alligator is afraid of is afraid of a cat? No, I do not. I think the alligator would just eat the cat. The, yeah. Hey, look, free food. It's fast right, food. Right. Like, like, hey, look at that snack. <laughs> right. Mm, I can go for one of those. <laughs> Come here, furry snack. <laughs> and he acknowledged that Wally is still a dangerous wild animal and could probably tear his arm off but he says he's never been afraid of him I feel like probably is a very underrated term (laughs) (laughs) yeah should maybe it be most definitely could and probably (laughs) will tear my arm off yeah (laughs) and then drag you to the bottom of like a body of water and kill you (laughs) right right all right well next Adam, can I interest you in a ranch in Buckeye, Arizona? I would like some ranch dip to go with some chicken wings. (laughs) Preferably blue cheese, but ranch will do. (laughs) 
the gorgeous Stardust Ranch in Bucca, Arizona, is on the market for $5 million. Wow. Now, Adam, you might be asking, why are they selling? Yeah, what's the deal? Well, Edmonds and his wife moved onto the ranch 20 years ago, and they've experienced, quote, constant and persistent alien attacks on the property ever since. Wow. Like constant, you said? Constant and persistent alien attacks ever since they Hmm. bought the property 20 years ago. Okay. (laughs) Do they have proof? (laughs) Like what's going on? Well, hold on to that thought, Adam. Okay. He claims he's killed 18 greys, as he calls them. (laughs) Wow. It's like, I feel like a racial slur. With a samurai sword. (laughs) This story gets more and more believable as it goes on. (laughs) He also says, and quite frankly, given the earlier details, I'm not surprised about this. His wife has survived an attempted alien kidnapping. Oh, okay. Now, for those of you that are curious, you can watch a video online to see what Edmonds offers as adv- as evidence of his claims. Ooh, I want to watch this. <laughs> so the video states, and this is my favorite part, and we'll, we'll end here, that the ranch is worth $6.5 million, but when researched, it's determined that it's actually worth 873000 Wow, that's quite the margin, the gap. <laughs> yeah. And besides, who's going to want to buy it if you're just going to have to succumb to constant and persistent alien attacks? Yeah, I feel like you should not tell the realtor that so they don't try to sell it with like the alien attack factor. Does that fall under the disclosure rules? Like if someone was murdered there? <laughs> That's a good question. Thank you. Next. All right. Minnesota resident Dwayne Arden Johnson, age 58. And by the way, We can vote at the end, but I think this might end up being your favorite story. Okay. Dwayne Arden Johnson, age 58, was arrested for criminal neglect after he called 911 on himself. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, it gets better, Adam. (laughs) But wait, there's more. Dwayne told police he medicated his wife with methamphetamines because she didn't want to die in a nursing home. Deborah was found dead in the couple's southern Minnesota home where Death Party God Hell was reportedly painted on the door. Death Party God Hell? (laughs) Yes. Yes. And, still not done, several guns and hundreds of rounds of ammunition were found inside. (laughs) In case the first one or the next hundred didn't work? Adam, I'm still not done. Oh, jeez. Dwayne allegedly answered the door naked. Oh, well, but of course. I'm still not done. Oh, man. Then, after answering the door naked, he returned to his bathtub where he said he was trying to remove some sort of undetectable things from his skin. Okay, the nanites. It's got to be the nanites. (laughs) Okay, are you ready? You ready for the lander? This is where we're going to land. Yeah. Johnson said... (laughs) This is where I I I think you're really going to... Okay. Really going to enjoy the story. Johnson said he and his wife spent their final hours together having sex and listening to a metal band Quiet Riot's 1983 album Mental Health. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's what you want to go out to? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, Dwayne was arrested and bail was set at $250,000. Wow. I'm surprised it was so little. Now, given, um, given all those details of the story, I want to go back and read the headline, Adam. Okay. Minnesota man throws meth-fueled death party for his wife, who then dies. <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome. I thought you would particularly enjoy the phrase, meth, meth-fueled death party. <laughs> Where wife also dies. Minnesota man throws meth-fueled death party for his wife. <laughs> that is unreal. But like the party was just them two. <laughs> hey, that's apparently that's all that it took. Yeah. Maybe you're forgetting wow. about all the guns and ammo. <laughs> right. Oh, man. That was glorious. Next. Here's a headline for our next story. So, Adam, I know that you're familiar with Steve Irwin. Of course. Have you? Are you aware of his wife, Terry Irwin? I mean, I've seen her a little bit, yeah. The Irwin family suffered a huge loss when Steve died at age 44 after an encounter with a stingray on the Barrier Reef in 2006. Yeah, gone way too soon, buddy. Yeah, seriously. He was super cool, and that was a really sad story. Yeah. So Terry Irwin has admitted she's become, in her own words, a little overwhelming as a mother to Bindi, age 20, since the death of her husband, Steve. I can't believe Bindi's 20 already. That would be 20. Oh, my gosh. And Terry, age 54, confessed that, confessed that she and Bindi had be- have become so inseparable since the tragedy that they hold hands all the time. Oh, no. If we go for a walk around the island, we're holding hands. If we're going to dinner, we hold hands. Are you ready for this? Yes. Even if we go to the toilet, we hold hands. What? Oh, they just mean like on the way. I hope. I really hope. No, no. On the toilet, they hold hands. On the toilet? That's what it says. Are you sure it's not like to the toilet where they're saying in reference like I'm heading to the bathroom? Well, the title of the article, which I didn't read before, is Uh Terry Irwin admits that she even holds hands with her daughter while on the toilet. Oh my gosh. She added, and we'll land here. People think it's weird, but it's really just an expression of how close we are. No, it is not. It is not. <laughs> it's a hundred percent not because if it was, then you wouldn't do it on the toilet. I don't know, Adam. That's pretty close. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like mother daughter, not really kind of the relationship for that. And not that I judge people's families. I, I don't feel like that's healthy. I don't disagree. Next. So, Adam, you're a pet owner. Definitely. Now, sadly, you recently lost your dog, Cal. I did. I did. And I thought it was really strange when you decided to replace him with a hedgehog. Well, that's not what I did. But knowing that, I became very concerned when I came across this story. Okay. Because you, instead of getting another dog, you actually got a hedgehog. So I didn't get a hedgehog. Are you affectionate with your hedgehog? I don't I don't have a hedgehog. Because you shouldn't be too affectionate 
because the CDC, the Center for Disease Control, Adam, of course, is warning is warning hedgehog owners to refrain from kissing their small spiky friends. <laughs> That's fake news, man. Alternative facts. Well, before you say that, and by the way, I noticed you've gotten a lot more defensive since you got your hedgehog. <laughs> since October, Adam, 11 people across eight states have been infected with a particular strain of salmonella, and all but one of those infected said they had had contact with a hedgehog. Are you serious? I am serious. I mean, correlation does not always mean causation, but dang. From the CDC comes this quote, don't kiss or snuggle hedgehogs because this can spread salmonella germs to your face and mouth and make you sick, the agency warned. Okay, well, that's no problem because I don't have a hedgehog. I think you're getting too close to your hedgehog, Adam. So thankfully, <laughs> thankfully, no deaths have been reported and only one person has been hospitalized. <laughs> Out of the eight? <laughs> right. But for those with compromised immune systems, like yourself, Adam, the CDC recommends <laughs> choosing a pet that poses a lower risk, you know, like a dog. <laughs> like a dog. Yeah, so, so perhaps, Adam, you should have replaced your dog with... Oh, I don't know. Another dog. Yeah. I think it's funny how, like, even though my dog just died, you're still making my dog died jokes. I didn't make fun of you for getting a hedgehog, but I just want you to be warned to uh, <laughs> to not be too affectionate with him. <laughs> next. Our next story was thoughtfully submitted by Christopher DeVos. Okay. Again, of Podcast 42. Of course. I'm not going to read the headline, but I will say that it begins with one of our favorite phrases, Adam. Do you know what that is? Pod fix like a mother... Uh, close. Okay. What is the phrase that pays when it comes to news story headlines? <laughs> Aren't there several? That would be Florida Man. <laughs> Darn you, Florida Man. <laughs> we should do an entire episode of just stories that start with a Florida Man. <laughs> Dang it. A fight erupted in a Taco Bell in Manatee, Florida, when deputies say a less than understanding husband dangled a burrito in front of his wife's face and made fun of her for being upset about having to force her son to move out of their home. Oh my gosh, what a tool bag. <laughs> so you might say, well, how did she respond? Right. The way she responded was she grabbed the burrito and threw it behind her on the floor. <laughs> Okay. Not the response you were hoping for. <laughs> Surprised by the flying burrito, investigators say, the husband picked up all the remaining burritos and smashed them in her face, oh. cause, causing some to go up her nose. Oh. The husband, Victor Foster, was arrested in charge of the battery. <laughs> My Taco Bellery. <laughs> <laughs> the wife and here's where we'll land the wife told deputies she loves him and they're in counseling because they do not know how to argue as a married couple oh my god see like i oh my god on so many levels i have so many problems it's a funny news story for sure but there's so much wrong with that situation i don't see any problem with it it was no flaming dildo yeah because it should eat burgers not burritos <laughs> Touche, sir. 
That is just a fantastic scene. And and I, on this one too, I'll go back and I'll go back and read the uh, the headline. Uh huh. Florida man accused of smashing Taco Bell burritos in his wife's face during argument. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Wow. Okay, on to curse, our next story. Curse you, Florida man. <laughs> curse you. <laughs> that's a problem. If you do anything wrong, it's always Florida man for me. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, you live in Florida, don't you, Adam? A little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Next. All right, next story. <clears throat> oh, dang it. Adam, I believe yeah? you know what that buzzer means. Oh, no. Don't tell me there's stuff we didn't get to. Yeah, unfortunately, we're out of time, and we'll not be able to get to any more news stories. Uh, how many do we get? Um, boy, I guess we'll have to count them up. Let's just go through our notes. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Wow. Adam, would you believe we got to 12 news stories? Yeah, that's almost 100, so we were pretty close. Yeah, you were real close to your guests. Nice. Yeah, nice. All right. Well, uh, we certainly regret that we can't get any get to any additional stories. Yeah. But perhaps I should read a few headlines of the stories we didn't get to. Definitely. All right, a story from Tiff. Council bans cheese toasty to stop motorbike gangs. <laughs> I love that one. I do, too. Here's another story from Christopher DeVos. California decides to regulate cow farts in order to fight global warming. <laughs> man, we're definitely going to have to try to get to that story in the future. <laughs> yeah, see the cow farts, man. <clears throat> and here is uh, another story we're not going to get to, also submitted by Chris DeVos. So apologize. Woman arrested for dancing naked in Waffle House parking lot. See, I feel like that's such a regular occurrence. Like, why even bother, A, arresting her and B, reporting it? Yeah, I think you're right. Well, I guess that's it. You know, we've never done an episode of all news stories, so please let us know if you liked it, and um, and we'll do it again sometime. You know, it's it's a great way to clear out a bunch of great stories from our massive inventory. Yeah. Which, like I said at the top of the show, I think even after doing a dozen different stories, it still stands at well over 100. Oh, yeah, for sure. We've, we've got infinite amounts of material, which is fantastic. Yeah, and they keep on coming. And just because we have a bunch of stories, please don't hesitate to send more. Yeah, because you never know when you're just going to get bumped to the top. That's right. Well, Adam, before we go, did you have anything you'd like to promote? Yeah, I'd like to promote my second project, which is with the great Carrie McGinnis of the Blazing Caribou Studios, the Feast on History podcast. We are in the works cooking up a bunch of really great stuff, and I am having a blast doing it with her. She's awesome. Very good. If you're not in our Facebook group, please come join us there. We'd love to have you. It's called the Gravity Beard Interns. Uh, If you like fun, it's definitely for you. We'd love to hear from you on the Gravity Beard hotline. That phone number is 321 and 80 My favorite is the N0. (laughs) You can find our show on Twitter by searching at the Gravity Beard. Gravity Beard is a proud member of the Pondfix Network. To find other great shows consistently creating platinum-level content, go right now to podfixnetwork.com or search at Podfix on Twitter. Please check out Podfix Presents. This is the show put on by the collective talents of the Podfix Network. It comes out every Wednesday. Search Podfix Presents wherever you listen to podcasts. If that's not enough me, and I understand if it's not, I also do a show with the clever and talented Sarah Stapleton. It's called Life is Messy. We also have a discussion discussion group for the show by the same name. Just search Life is Messy on Facebook. 
Our theme song is Sophomore Makeout. We also use The Only Girl, both by Silent Partner. Their stuff can be found on the YouTube audio library. For my dear friend and co-host, Adam, I'm your other co-host, Toph. You've been listening to This Week Today on Gravity Beard. It's what your ears want to be listening to. Peace. This was a podcast from the Podfix Network.